This program is brought to you by the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries. Give God seed enough time to grow in a person's life and they'll be all right. I know you want me to sit up here and say, you're going to hell for this, you're going to hell for that. I can't do that no more. Why? Because it ain't true. You just need to stop all this foolishness and recognize that we have a Savior that has saved us from our sin. And if he can save you from your sin, he can save you from your cigarette. He can save you from your cocaine. He can save you from your addiction. If you'll influence yourself with his word, Calling all radical women. It's that time again to celebrate an infinite God who declares your worth. Join Pastor Taffy Dollar, Dr. D.B. Freeman, Laura Pickett, Sarah Jakes Roberts, and special musical guests Miranda Curtis, Demita Chandler, and Todd Dulaney. Register today at taffydollar.org. destination. I don't like it. You want to change your destination? Watch this. Change your character. Want to change your character? Well, change your habits. Want to change your habits? Change your actions. Watch this now. Watch this. Want to change your actions? Change your decisions. Watch carefully. We're going to get to the root of it. You want to change your decisions? Change the way you feel. You want to change the way you feel? Change the way you think. You want to change the way you think? Change your influences. Because if you can change your influences, you can change your destination. If you can change what you are exposing yourself to, you can change your destination. Because if you can change what you're exposing yourself to, you're going to change the way you think, what you feel, you're going to change your decisions, you're going to change your actions, your habits, your character, and your destination. And it all starts with... This place where the seed is being exposed to you. It all starts with the place of what seed is influencing your life. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you saying? Well, I just think this is right. I don't agree. Who said that it was right? Where did you get that from? What Facebook friend told you that? See, what's happening in the world right now, we've allowed society to determine for us what's right and wrong. And you're listening to the cynic tell you this is right because everybody's doing it. And because everybody do, does it doesn't make it right. So there's got to be an authority that determines what's right and what's wrong. You see, the guy that made the Ford engine will tell you what's right and what's wrong. 
about how to treat that engine. Why? Because they created it. Right, right. Oh, come on, somebody. So the God that created mankind, that created every cell in your body, that created your arteries and your blood and your vessels, the God that put the brain on the, between the two your, of your ears, the God that created this system now, has included with the creation the Bible, his word, to let you know how the system operates with you in it. But if you ignore the, the handbook that he's included with the creation and you substitute it for a bunch of people that don't know what they're talking about, then your destinations are going to be determined by fools that have denied God. Because the Bible says a fool says in his heart, there is no God. And you allow strings to be attached to you. And the world is treating you like a puppet taking you down all these paths because somehow you have exalted the opinions of the world above God. Society that has gotten so smart that they think they can counsel God. Even a church society that doesn't have a value for the word anymore that we're so busy trying to get the strategies of trying to get people to come to church that we'll go and we'll try to market for something that God don't want you to have. Be careful that you don't try to market for something that God don't want you to have. And so you'll go and you'll do your focus groups to find out they would prefer to have more singing and, and no word. And so what happens is, as we come to church and we celebrate, and that's cool, no problem with it. We come to church and we dance, that's cool, that's no problem with it. But we come to church and we say we really don't want to get in the word to see what it says. So we'll put inspirational speeches together to inspire you. But inspiration, honey, is just like mist. It only lasts for a minute. Until you found out that the inspiration is not the answer to why you are where you are. Take the inspiration. Take the dances. Y'all can turn the lights down until they off. Praise the Lord and fall on the floor. But for me and my house, give me the word. Give me the word. Give me the word because when situations show up in my life, I want to know that that influence is responsible, that that seed all the way back to stage one, I allowed that thing to get in somehow and somehow it got into my system and it's got fear coming up and now I'm thinking fearful thoughts and I, and I got and I got and I got fear going in and, and now I'm feeling depressed and now I'm making decisions out of fear and my actions are born out of fear and my habits are fear based and my character is a character of fear and, and all of a sudden now I'm in a destination that fear led me to because at a time of trouble and frustration nobody thinks about wait a minute God's given me authority to make my way prosperous and to have good success you're just like I'm in trouble I just want to get out of it Jesus help me Jesus help me and Jesus let me tell you the truth Jesus has helped you all the help he gonna ever help you when he took every bit of help and put it in his word yeah. and see if you'll decide to take the help see there's no different than a guy saying I'm hungry feed me I'm hungry feed me well we ain't got no food all we got is some seed 
that joker gonna die of starvation. Having the potential to be able to eat in the barn, but he won't plant the seed. And that's where we are right now. That's where we are right now. Christian people who are always being seduced by the many influences that are in the world and your educated mind somehow seems to always put God at the last place as you commit idolatry by putting something ahead of God that you value more than you value God. And it's none of the things you've learned recently that woke you up this morning. It's none of the things you learned recently that's delivered you and healed you and gave you peace when you didn't know how to get to peace. But now all of a sudden your technology has become your God and you've forgotten all about the one who suffered, bled, and died and went to hell for you and took your sins on your body and said, I've made a way for you. I have, I've opened the door for you. I've given you everything that you'll need in life and I carefully deposited it in a seed, reserved it for you when you make a decision to take my little word and allow it to produce life. And you know what? You still don't value it enough to take time to get in it. Because for you, you think, well, I'm a Christian under grace. Surely there's another way to do this besides reading the word. You'll even go so far to say, I don't like reading. And they got tapes and CDs and all kinds of stuff. And you find an excuse not to get in the word. Like the Bible is a magic book and Jesus is a magician. It doesn't work like that. Well, Pastor, that's just, that's that old style you preaching. The word ain't never going to become old-fashioned. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when you get in trouble, it's this old-fashioned word that's still got the capacity to deliver you out of your trouble. We don't, we, we're not interested in that. I've even heard people say, well, you know, I would go to word changes, but your, your pastor's too wordy. Yeah, I'm too wordy, I'm too healed, I'm too happy, I'm too delivered. Yeah, you're doggone right, I'm too wordy. Because systems will fail. And they will fall. Bible's already preached and told us about things like 1 Timothy, in the last day there'll be people forbidding people to be married and, and commanding them to abstain from meats. Oh, that's happening right now. I, I appreciate all you wonderful vegans. I ain't got no problem with you. But Jesus already warned me. He already told me that at the end day, they're going to be telling people not to eat meat. And he said, meat that should be received with thanksgiving that he created and made all right. Uh-huh. Yes. And then you're going to go look at a video and then all of a sudden want to contradict what the words say. But Jesus said, eat meat. I'm going to eat meat, and I'm going to receive it with thanksgiving. I ain't got no problem with you not eating meat, but don't you have no problem with me eating meat because I mean my meat trusting the word of God that I found. Oh, glory to God. I want some meat right now. Glory be to God. <laughs> what you say? I'm just saying, I'm not, that's not going to be my influence. My influence is a word. I got a word on it. 
Ah, oh, don't get married. Marriage ain't about nothing. All it is is a piece of paper abstaining people from getting married. And then what happened? As soon as that man finished milking the cow, he gonna want another cow. And what you don't realize is you're demoralizing manhood in him. You're allowing him to do something, and by him doing it, it destroys his manhood, and you're, 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 you're disciplining him not to serve nobody but himself, and now you come out with a real man at. See, the authority that I have is that, go to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. We're right, we're right in the middle of having everything Jesus wants us to have, except we've dethroned Jesus and we've replaced him with what we think is right and wrong based on what a bunch of people do and what a bunch of people say. And one day, you're going to die. And when you open your eyes in a realm that you have not been in, then you go see what you couldn't see when you were in your physical body. That's gonna happen one day. Just think ahead a little bit. While you're trying to be smart and trying to be deep, y'all all the pagans cause y'all got a Christmas tree. I, I don't, you know, I just, I just don't think God cares. I'm not, I'm, I'm not having, a, I don't have a Christmas tree because I'm pagan. I have a Christmas tree because, you know, as a kid, I enjoyed a tree. We couldn't even afford a real Christmas tree. We had to have a silver tree with a, a little round light changing colors on it. And I, just, I just wanted a tree because we wanted to have fun. It's not because we just a pagan. I just wanted a tree. I don't think God gets concerned about whether or not you have a tree or not in your house. I don't think he's concerned about it because if you got a problem with you having a tree in your house, God dog it, you got to get rid of the one in your yard. You got to get all the trees out the yard out the way. Just stop it. Stop it. Well, you know, brother, you're going you're gonna to go to hell because, you know, you got those tattoos. And the Bible says that a man ought not to print nothing on his body. You're right. The Bible says this. It's in the Old Testament. And since Jesus has come and died, he's delivered us from all of the curses of the law. We still get the blessings, but we don't get none of the curses. And so I just don't think heaven is really wasting any time deciding whether or not you're going to get into heaven because you like writing on your skin more than you writing on paper. I don't think heaven mind. I don't think God care. Well, you got a Christmas tree in the house. I don't know. Get a toilet and put lights on it. I don't think he cares. There are much more larger issues than tattoos and Christmas trees and meat. Stop it. Well, I'll tell you what, brother. You're going to be in hell by noon. You got that piercing on you. You know... I don't, I don't, I just, just think about it. I just don't, I don't really think Jesus Christ of Nazareth, seated on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, sent up there and saying to the angels, bring me back everybody that got tattoo and piercings. Why? 
we sending them to hell. Over a tattoo, over an earring, over an earring. I, I, I'm influenced by the word. I'm thinking the word. I'm living the word. But I'm going to go to hell because I wrote something on my arm. Stop it. Well, Brother Dollar, am I going to go to hell because I smoke cigarettes? For real? Because we, we're so used for the church. All the church does is condemn people. We just find, we find out what they're doing and condemn them. We forget that when Jesus saved you, that eventually your behavior was going to fall in line. But we just like crucifying folks right where they are. As if you got saved and was perfect the next hour. As if you ain't working on nothing right now. We know you're working on something. You just figured out how to hide it a little bit better than everybody else. The Holy Ghost care. Well, the Bible, the Bible says the temple is the is the is the, is the temple. The body is, body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, and you filling it up with smoke. <laughs> is it healthy? Probably not. Is it gonna send you to hell? No. Could it cause some issues in life? Yeah, probably. Are you going to hell? No. Could you go to heaven probably quicker? Probably. <laughs> Stop. Stop. This is not the Jesus that we serve. Somebody lied to you about who he is. If you get saved and just believe him and work the system, then all of the influences will change your destination. It'll change your behavior. Give God's seed enough time to grow in a person's life and they'll be all right. I know you want me to sit up here and say, you're going to hell for this, you're going to hell for that. I can't do that no more. Why? Because it ain't true. Because when you get to heaven, you're going to find some smokers that you knew. You're going to find some tattoos all around heaven. You're going to find units all over the place in heaven. You just need to stop all this foolishness and recognize that we have a Savior that has saved us from our sin. And if he can save you from your sin, he can save you from your cigarette. He can save you from your cocaine. He can save you from your addiction if you'll influence yourself with his word. Stop it. Quit putting fear in people. Quit beating people up. And the people who are doing the most beating up, you're doing more than everybody. My Bible tells me. Yeah, what did he tell you about you? Right. <laughs> Aren't you tired of this phony? You gotta do the bullshit, get able to those stuff. That's why folks don't want to have nothing to do with Christians, and that's why they don't want to have nothing to do with no church folk. Because you spend so much time with fables. And a bunch of bull that nobody want to hear about. Excuse me. Stop it. He was anointed until you find out that he was divorced and remarried. Stop it. Give people a shot. Give them a chance. Before you became the holy police person. Stop it. Stop. Everybody gonna be all right. Why? 
because they got seed in the ground. And that seed is working, hallelujah. And that seed is maturing, hallelujah. And that seed is changing their thinking. And that seed is changing their feelings. That seed is changing their decisions. That seed is changing their actions. That seed is changing their habits. That seed is changing their character. That seed is changing their destination. Shut up and let the seed do the work. Well, I don't know if I agree with that. Ketaka Roboboshav. That's all I got to say. See, I ain't cussing no more. I'm just going to pray in the Holy Ghost. Rebasa Baba. Who wants to hang around somebody that's always judging them? You're supposed to be hanging around people. And when they do mess up, remind them who they are. You're the righteousness of God. All is well. Remember Jesus died for you. He got you. Remember, just because you're behaving this way today, it's not going to be the same tomorrow. The seed's working in you. Grace has already made everything you need available. And when you plant the word of grace, it is going to give harvest to the graces that have been made available for you. Proverbs 20 says this. Look at this. I apologize for staying there so long, but, you know, I ain't got time to be playing church no more. I ain't got time for no religion, playing church. Religion almost destroyed my life. And I'm telling you, I'm free and I'm delivered. And amen. My son, now watch what he said here. Attend to my word. I got to get going. I got to show you something. My son, attend to my words. What? Out of everything he could have said, give your attention to, he said, give your attention to my word. Give your attention to my word. He didn't say give your attention to prayer. Prayer is important. He didn't say give your attention to singing. Singing is important. He said, give your attention to my words, because that's going to impact everything else you do. Attend to my word. Incline thine ears unto my sayings. Attend to my word. Incline thy ears to my sayings. Look what he said. Give attention to your word. How? Listen to it. Wow. Because we know faith comes by hearing, and hearing what? Listen to it. Verse 21. Let them words not depart from your eyes. One gate that entered into a man's heart ground is his ears. The other gate that entered into his man that allows seed to get into your heart, your ground, is your eyes. Don't let the word depart from your eyes. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't let the word depart from before your eyes. Don't let the word depart from your eyes now. No, 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 no. Watch this. Keep them words in the midst of your ground. How many of you know a harvest can't grow if you keep taking the seed out of the ground? So that's the devil's job. You're going to take the word through your eye gate, through your ear gate. It's going to get into your heart. But he says, now Satan's coming with persecution, tribulation, trouble, 
cares of the word, anything to try to convince you that what you're believing for is not going to happen until you can say, all right, I don't believe that, and take that word out. And here's what he said, keep, that word keep means to guard that word in the midst of your heart. Guard it against all outside intruders that will try to contradict it. You know what fear is? The very basic definition of fear is to be afraid that what God promised won't come to pass. As we approach 40 years of ministry, we want to take time to reflect on the goodness of God's grace. We could not have made it without God's love and you, our partners and friends of this ministry. As a token of our love and appreciation for your support over the years, we would like to offer you this exclusive special edition book that chronicles the ministry lives of Creflo and Taffy Dollar over the past three decades. Also included with this offer, you will receive a celebratory DVD featuring musical guests, government officials, and testimonies of some of the founding members of World Changers Church International. The highest award or acknowledgement that I have the power to bestow any individual of mayor as the city of Atlanta is what we call the Phoenix Award. Don't miss this never-before-offered limited edition, Celebration of Grace. Call the number on the screen or go online to order today. Creflo Dollar Ministries presents... Real ministry is when I can take what I have gone through and I can share it with you and hope that you can get something out of it to encourage you that if God can deliver him, then he can deliver me. And I'm telling you, the God of righteousness is at hand and he's waiting on you to believe that you are the righteousness of God. It's, it's a high, it's, it's a thrill that it, it can't be accepted. You're definitely going to get what you need. God's definitely going to meet you here. There's an elevation, there's an upgrade, there's an advance for the people of God. I mean, you know, we got to lay hold of it and take it by faith. For me, I mean, I'm just sitting on the edge of my chair going, I want more, I want more, I want more. Join us in Trinidad and Tobago at the Hilton Trinidad Conference Center on January 31st and in Cleveland, Ohio at the Huntington Convention Center on March 6th. Call or go online to register today. There is a purpose for your life. Introducing Grace Life Academy, an innovative approach to learning God's Word. Grace Life Academy offers unlimited access with hundreds of hours of online teachings from Creflo Dollar. You'll have access to comprehensive video Bible lessons that include features such as e-courses, study guides, an online community, quizzes, and more. Text GLA to 51555 to get started right now or go online to MyGraceLifeAcademy.com. Can't make it to service? No problem. Join our online worldwide audience. Experience the same atmosphere of praise, worship, and teaching of God's Word from any mobile or smart device via our website. It is not a blessing to go around broke, busted, and disgusted. It is not a blessing to go around sick with cancer, about to die. It is not God's will for you to die. You can leave here when you get ready to go. Praise God. That's the blessing of the Lord. Long life. Every mistake that you've ever made, every shortcoming that you've ever experienced, it is under the blood of Jesus. And Jesus is how God sees us. He sees us through his blood. We're excited that you've decided to stay involved as we continue our mission to flood this world with the gospel of grace and empower change in the lives of people all over the world. 
Your generosity allows us to make a difference in the lives of people all over the world. Through Creflo Dollar Global Missions, we are providing food, clothing, crucial supplies, and the Word of God to people in the most remote regions of the world. Because of you, Creflo Dollar Ministries is providing a new understanding of grace and empowering change in the lives of millions of people every day. Thank you, partners and friends. Your love and financial support makes it possible to bring this message into millions of homes all across the globe.